Okay, all of this is what you guys expected to hear from me today. I know I have a dream analysis episode owed to you all. I actually have a second part to, like, content marketing discovery so far. So, like, I have a lot. But, um, I just watched The Circle on Netflix. I've recently been, like, really into movies like The Circle and Spiderhead. Which I wouldn't say they're dystopian in the way that, like, Maze Runner and Divergent are dystopian. Like, I wouldn't say it's super action. Like, buildings falling down, running, like heavy breathing, like, figuring out your next move really fast, they're more, like, dystopian and, like, the concept of them and, like, how ways in our world could go based on the mind of, like, authors, kind of, like, 1984 kind of stuff. Also, I was thinking this other day, was there a movie ever made for 1984? I know there's, like, the show Big Brother about, like, the concept of the government always watching it, but anyways, I just watched The Circle, not the reality TV show, but, like, the movie with Emma Watson, I don't know, I think she required in, like, college or high school. It's kind of interesting to, like, think about. Basically, she talks about, like, so Emma Watson's character, also, this is out of left field, but I think it's funny that Emma Watson's, like, three main characters, like, this one in the circle, um, Hermione and Harry Potter, and, like, her Beauty and the Beast live action, she always plays, like, a really smart, like, shy, oh, not me, kind of nerdy girl. I don't even know what I was just doing. I, like, kind of did a Debbie Ryan, like, hair tuck right in here, like, kind of a shy, smart girl who has, like, a heart of gold, I think she would do great in a Blair Waldorf or Gina George type of role, where, like, instead of being, like, a really good person fighting for the right thing, she's, like, not a good, smart person, she's actually a really good, dumb person, <laughs> or wait, 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 sorry, instead of being a good, smart person trying to do the right thing, she's a bad, dumb person doing the wrong thing, like, I think I would just, like, put her in, like, Ocean's 8, like, kind of, you know, like, evil Anne Hathaway, or almost, like, um, who was it? Like, Emma Stone and Cruella, like, let her be evil a little bit. I think she'd be so good at that. Um, because I just think it'd be very different from all the other roles she's played. But anyways, so Emma Watson's character, like, joins this big technology company. Let's call it, like, TikTok, theoretically. It's called The Circle. But, like, she basically joins this big company and figures out, like, how to use users' data to, like, make everyone a public live stream at all times and okay there are parts i won't lie to you guys here's my movie review there are parts of the circle where i was like drinking the kool-aid i was like mm, that checks out it was like basically if you have an account with the circle you're automatically registered to vote because it already has like your email social security number proof of address so it's like all the things you need to citizen to vote so all your taxes parking tickets are consolidated to the circle or like tiktok or whatever this big technology that would take over the world would be and then so you can do all those things. It was talking about, like, self-driving car data being connected through it, where, like, it would stop traffic patterns or if, like, an accident was oncoming. Like, it would know where every other car is on the road. Which I was thinking, low-key, a lot of the stuff in the circle we already have. Like, if you think of, like, when you're on Google Maps and it gets red where there's a lot of traffic, I don't get it. Because I've been in some pretty rural areas. Like, just now I was driving around, like, the backwoods of Iowa, like, two days ago. I was going to, like, a post office or something, and, like, there's not many cars. Like, I've only only cars on the road, but it knew it was gonna, it showed, like, red on Google Maps by this one stoplight. It's a pretty long stoplight. Like, not, I didn't even see, I saw, like, two other cars on the road. So, like, your phones already know and already track car movement data as far as, like, Google Maps and satellites. So, I think this article came out in, like, 2017. So, yeah, I think, like, a lot of this stuff was still out then. Or, like, it's talking about, like, what if you always knew where your friends were? Like, you could FaceTime them anytime and you always knew their location. Low-key, like, Snap, that Snap Map, Find My Friends. There's people I've, like, forgotten to take off there. I feel like everyone in the world is probably, like, two connections away from figuring out where I am at all times. And, like, that's not one where I'm, like, that's a perk. I like the perk of, like, all my taxes and government stuff being consolidated in one place. 
But, like, where's the line between, like, what's private and what's not private? Like, there's a scene where May is, like, so May is Emma Watson's character's name. May, like, puts pretty much, like, a tiny GoPro on her for, like, four days straight or something as part of her company's, like, marketing live stream broadcasting experiment. And so she was like, okay, I'm gonna go FaceTime my parents after work. And she, like, accidentally, like, FaceTimes them in because there's, like, surveillance cameras in their house on them, like, having sex. And she's like, oh, my gosh, sorry, you guys weren't supposed to see that. And, like, turns around quick. But there were a ton of comments. were like, no, sex is natural. And, like, the dad's disabled in the movie. So it's, like, so great. They can, like, still get at it when he's disabled and stuff. So there's, like, a lot of these positive comments regarding what happened. So it's kind of, like, where's that line? We're, like, where's privacy to private? Like, when um, Alex Earl, like, did the Call Her Daddy podcast, like, they were doing like truth or drink or something and so alex cooper asked alex or like what's your body count she's like oh i'm not gonna for privacy like i get why that's private and like sex being private or like your location at all times being private for like safety things but then like so the circle had this thing called soul search where in under 20 minutes you could like find any person in the world basically i'd be like say like find this criminal and because everyone on earth theoretically would have the circle or tiktok or whatever big conglomerate owned all this technology you could hunt down the person that's like a fugitive from whatever um and find them so <laughs> oh bless me anyway <laughs> is that like asmr should i cut that out i don't know anyways so it's like anyone in the world could track someone down so would that help crime rates go down because it would make cops and like that so much more efficient but anyways going back to the privacy thing then though then like there's this line of personal privacy and like is it up to each person to decide what's on their side of the line should there be like a standardized metric i i don't know it's kind of interesting to think about where like people don't think sex was that weird and like i've always thought this too like in american culture sex is very like prudish like you don't really talk about it outside of like with your friends basically but like in europe it's much more normalized like <laughs> um, this is kind of a weird story when i was in paris i was in seventh grade so i like barely knew what sex was i don't even think i'd been in, like health class yet like i didn't really know much i'm in paris with my family and we're like in a gift shop and like it was just, i was deep in my one direction era i see like a plastic little like square that says like one direction like direction just out says erection i don't even think i knew what that meant i was like oh my gosh dad it's one direction he's like don't look at that go away it was a condom like it was just out in like a paris souvenir store like it's just it's just funny that other and i know there's probably some like u.s souvenir stores that have funny condoms it's probably only in like weird states or in the spencer or something but whatever um but it's just like it's different how across different cultures how that works or i think i don't know if this is true but i think i remember seeing it once that like std rates in like teen pregnancies are lower in like european states in the u.s i call european countries you get it whatever then in the u.s because like sex is less stigmatized there and the sex education is a lot better i don't know it's like if we stigmatized it less would those things be less bad would they still be bad i don't know well okay and i was having so many existential thoughts while watching this movie we're like okay this is gonna sound literally so bizarre do i need this on the internet i don't know but, like, I don't know, I was going on Instagram while, like, watching the movie, right? And they're, like, so... I love stalking girls on Instagram. Okay, girls are just... So, that's why I'm on Instagram. I'm, like, literally, how am I into men? Like, they have these blurry... Half blurry photos. Can't even tell who's who. Holding a fish up to the camera on, like, all camo. And then girls are, like, perfectly edited. You would tell they perfectly curated the order of the photo dump. All the filters are perfect. They have amazing friends. You get such good angles for them. Their outfit is perfect. They somehow got the sky to match their shoes. Like, it's beautiful. It's majestic. 
And, like, I'm into those dudes. Whatever. Anyways. So, I love looking at girls in the gyms. Like, I get into... Like, I don't know. It's like seeing how other people live their lives. Not in, like, a creepy, negative way. Like, this is all going back to the circle. Don't worry. But, like, I don't know. What martini is everyone drinking? Like, I don't... I just want to know the world. Like, I, what purses are we wearing? Where's everyone traveling? Like, it makes me live my life better because I get inspired by other people in a way, like, almost everyone's an influencer influencing everyone. You know? Weird. Am I in a weird state of mind? Maybe. But, so... Where was I going with this? Oh, I was talking to one girl's Instagram. Like, I don't know. Sometimes, too, I'm like, okay, I know, like, if I want to go into fashion marketing, like, at some point, I'm at the point where I make my Instagram profile public so, like, they can look at me and see how I carry myself and my presence online. I feel like my Instagram is very much, like, it's, look, it's very, compared to other girls who have stalking, it's, like, very bright. It's, like, literally almost every single post I do is a photo dump. I don't know how you guys are decisive enough to pick one picture. I'm so jealous of you if you can do that. Like, I literally can't. And I can, it's funny because I can make a vibe and aesthetic for, like, work. And I think I somewhat have in my personal life. Like, I love taking beautiful pictures. Like, part of why I like Instagram and social media. So, I genuinely just like taking the pictures even if I just live on my phone or, like, in my head. Like, I I just like seeing beautiful things. So, it kind of translates well. So, I think I have, like, somewhat of a vibe on my Instagram. But I just felt like mine was really bright and chaotic. There's a lot of, like, funny stuff in, like, caps of my bio and stuff. And other girls, they make it look so clean so professional and so precise and I'm like then should I be doing this but then also we're like little ants on an earth hurling through space or all gonna die soon so like I might as well make my Instagram like happy and colorful and weird because like you know does anything matter no I don't okay I saw this really weird thing and it's kind of been freaking me out for a while maybe it's my like inner people pleaser like translating to another species I don't know I think I'm going crazy when I get really in the weeds of this but basically I saw this thing where it's like I think NASA or Area 51 or whatever released that, like, aliens are real. Like, I feel like no one talked about it enough that, like, we... Ha- I think there has been released... Someone fact-checked me. I don't know. That, like, there's released evidence that aliens are real. Like, they have come down, seen us, interacted with us. We have, like, bodies of them. Like, they are for sure real. And I saw this TikTok, so I don't know if it's true. But, like, someone saying that, like, it's kind of like aliens just came down here, saw what we had to offer, and was like, meh irrelevant they're a dumb species and went back up to earth because if you think of like he compared it the guy on tiktok to like an ant where he's like an ant like we looked down at ants we're like eh, irrelevant little species i could step on one right now if it got in my way it calls on my sink boom squish with a napkin like eh. but like to the ants they're living their whole weird complex world with bee queen bee ants there's queen ants aren't there i don't know they're li- living this whole like complex world and their own civilizations and here's this massive species up here with all this infrastructure like I don't even know what percent coverage of the world we have with like our buildings and stuff but we like run so much and ants have no idea who we are we don't care about anything that they do like is that how aliens feel about us like do you see where my people pleasing is on another level where I'm like are us humans so dumb and like simple-minded creatures we don't matter to other species like do we need to be better like are any of the things I care about even important and relevant I whoa sorry if I took you all down the vortex with me it's I wish I could say it was later at night it is 9 20 p.m on a Friday <laughs> it would be so cool I'd be like oh my gosh sorry guys I was talking like 3 a.m thoughts I'm I'm not I'm simply not like I can still see my hand it's like not even pitch black in my room yet this is embarrassing um but so like back to the circle like I'm trying to think so I know the point of the book is to caution against things like the circle in like 1984 and so it's interesting because 1984 is about like the government surveilling you where the circle is about a private company using your data to survey you and it's funny because I was actually looking up plot to the circle and 
maybe it's just me. I thought there was some really funny irony that as I pulled up that article, like the plot to the book written that the movie The Circle was inspired on, it was like, change cookie settings. And I had to go in there and click like statistical cookies only, not put in like marketing, promotional, blah, 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 blah. I usually actually never hit the change my cookie button. I usually just hit the X or like allow cookies. I don't care enough. Like I want to get to the site I want to get on, you know? Um, so it's just interesting that already some privacy laws are being put in place. And I think there should be a lot. Okay. One, I think there should be a ton of privacy with AI. Robots are smarter than us. They can think a million times faster than we can. My boyfriend likes to tell the story where I don't remember what game it was. Let's say the Call of Duty. They took all, like, say the 20 best Call of Duty players in the entire world. And then they had an AI play Call of Duty, I think, for, like, I don't know, a couple days. Um, And they put... AI up in that pool of 20 to see who would win. The AI, like, obliterated them. Like, apparently it wasn't even, like, close. And that is just... The AI, let's all in person know, it's not smarter than we are, but it can read patterns and develop faster than we can and take out, like, human error and human emotion. I don't know if that necessarily creates wisdom, but even, like, some of the AI paintings and stuff you say is, like, incredible. Um, But let's just say it right now. AI is smarter than us because it goes over really fast. Needs... Many regulations. I don't even think there's a way we can fully regulate it. I'm low-key team shut down AI. Kind of freaks me out. I see some pros to AI. I could see a lot of mundane jobs being eliminated to the point where everyone can kind of almost be an influencer in a weird way. Where, like, we can all live our dream lives. Like, I don't think... I think one day AI will make it so people don't all have to work nine to fives. You can find your element in. You can explore. You can kind of make commissions off art and man-made things. Because I think AI will take over a lot of really mundane jobs. Like construction. You can code an AI to know how to build a building and pretty much build it completely unsupervised. With like an automated crane. Do you follow? Or like cleaning. You could have like a Roomba for like a the Empire State Building. Like you can eventually get... AI to eliminate a lot of easy jobs. Almost everyone can make a living without having to work to do it, which if you think about it, kind of is like the communism model where everyone works and all that money is in a joint pool and it spreads out to everyone equally. We're like, what if AI went there? Like, what if AI took over so many jobs? Like AI was making the money for us. Like say a financial analyst and AI is analyzing the finance way faster than a human ever would. So like that AI is making the money for this financial analyst company that usually a human would be making, but now all that money is there and you don't need to pay an AI. Like, it's usually, like, pay for its, like, minor infrastructure, like, designing it, coding it, maintaining the literal computer of it. But that's it. And all that money could just go to people. So how would you distribute, like, who gets that money? Because it's not like someone earned their finance degree now and it's like that. Or do we all have an AI? Do we all have, like, an AI version of ourselves? It's just, like, you go to school for, like, I went to school for fashion marketing. I would send my AI to go study the things I'm interested in and then it would build a career, but it's out of, like, your virtual persona. And that person, like does your job and then you get to live your life like does that sound like a good thing or does that sound like a horrible model and a horrible way to live like is there salaries now like are there higher and lower tiers or do you kind of have to go gone and eliminate cash and just i don't know give everyone equal pay i don't know how that would work economically with inflation like would that get rid of currency so many robots are producing all the goods we need to live like tractors for farming like i'm sure there are still things that need to be handmade like i'm thinking certain like luxury goods like some of the art of the reason people buy like luxury justice is because they are hand beaded like i think everything in the world will be about the human experience so like okay i see this realistically going one of two ways one way is the way i'm envisioning where robots kind of do our jobs for us they're like completely virtual they do like everything and then they do all our jobs, so we get to live our real lives. All of our life is about hand-beating a dress, hiking Mount Everest. Like, an AI can't 
live that human experience for you. So, like, ideal way it goes is AI takes over the things no one wants to deal with, like construction, janitor, like having to work. Then you get to, like, raise your kids, live your life, travel, explore. I think that could be a really beautiful model of society where AI becomes our architects and they can get help from real people who are really truly passionate about architecture and make everything look beautiful. Not everything has to be efficiency, futuristic, box cubism. It can be a gorgeous world with quickly, most efficiently built things built by an AI, but doesn't look ugly and futuristic and cubic. It's beautiful and it celebrates life and culture and integrating with nature and making it more. I bet if you gave AI like a lot of our um, ecosystem, like environmental issues, it would probably be able to come up with much better solutions for it than we could. Um, so I think what if we monitor AI so it's not really for leisure, AI is for work. And like my dad, like one of his favorite quotes he always wants me to say, and like Jimmy Johns has a sign of it, and he printed out for me my freshman year of college. It's like, do we need to do, we need to do it, so you can do what you want to do, we want to do it. What if AI did what you needed to do? So you could do what you wanted to. If you think of like how humans have evolved, we start as hunter gatherers. That we figured out farming. So we figured out another step into how we could get out of doing as much work during the day. Because a farm, like a bigger farm, does it for us versus us. Like, instead of us picking every single berry we eat for ourselves, now a farm grows a lot of them. And you can hire help to work on your farm. Then the step up. Well, I don't really like farming, but, like, I'm really good at brushing camels and making silk robes out of it. I know silk comes from silkworms, just go with me. So I have these camel coats. I'll trade you camel coats for your farm stuff. So now I get to do what I want to do in terms of doing camel coats. Okay, now I have a huge camel coat business. Um, I'm going to need legal help and a financial team to make a Fortune 500 company out of it. We've evolved a bit since there. You know, I should missed a couple steps. So now I have financial analysts, and that's their jobs, and I've outsourced that. Next up, what if AI just takes all those? And then you just get to live your life. But then I think psychologically, as far as human needs go, would that deplete us? Would it feel like we're not doing anything or accomplishing anything? So like we don't feel lost or if we could just like hike and explore and reach our human potential athletically, artistically, lifely, like making human connections, would we all be at our best or without goals to work for? Would we all have nothing and crumble? I, I don't know. I like, do we need career goals to survive or are we kind of good without them? I don't know. Anyways. That's one way I could see AI going. I think that's the unrealistic way. I think that won't happen. So I think if you give, I don't know, I was going to say 90%, but that would be high. If you, I think if you gave 80% of the world, like, hey, you can make this AI do whatever you want to do, I think they'd maybe have it do their jobs and they'd kind of just, like, chill. Like, they would just, like, lay around, watch TV. Like, you know, they might not do a lot with their lives. But, like, if you told me, like, AI can do whatever you want to do, I'd be like, okay, I have all these ambitions. I want, like, interior design robot. I want, like, a runway collection to go down New York Fashion Week. I want... Um, I'm going to go paint so you, like, I don't know, I did my podcast for me. Like, I would come up with so many things I would want to do so I can go live my life. But, like, I would want my creativity to implement into my work and still strive to make a difference with, like, cultural statements. And that would be so cool because in a way, like, with AI, if used in that way, everyone can kind of be, like, an influencer. Like, you can put out your own art, your own thoughts, your own theories, I guess, like I'm doing here with podcasts. But you can put all of that out there through, like, your... AI and then you get to go just live your life and learn so you have something to talk about and like we all kind of become philosophers and livers of life that could be dope you know whatever so that's unrealistic way I think AI go I think the realistic way is gonna be like that it makes everything more efficient but we're still gonna be stuck doing the mundane stuff like we're gonna be still stuck like paying our market tickets and like not understanding politics like I think all the stuff we don't want to do we're still gonna have to do AI is going to do, like, random things. I think it's going to get dark. I heard Taylor Swift, I don't know if it's true, but is, like, already, like, trying to sue an AI for, like, being able to undress her digitally. I don't... I think it's going to go dark. I think there's creepy weirdo people out there. I think 
it's not going to be set up properly. And I don't know, it might take over the world and kill all of us. I don't know. But, like, I think AI will for sure be part of our lives and, like, our children's lives. And monitoring it, I think, is going to be this crazy, uphill, dynamic, explosive battle. But I... And, like, people have been shown that AI can be shown to be, like, biased. Like, if you only give it certain stimuli, it might have inherent bias. Like, it's freaky. It's a lot. There's the line being built in Saudi Arabia where it's, like, this metal community literally in a line in the desert. And everything you need is in with one mile, 20 miles, like, a 20-minute radius end-to-end. Like, parks, libraries, work, whatever. And in a lot of ways, that seems really cool. But your life is lived inside a 20-mile metal grid. Is that human? Is that normal? I don't know. But it's okay because we're just on a rock hurling through space and ants and aliens don't care about us. So, like, nothing really matters. But, um, so how does that get back to my review on the movie The Circle? I want to give it a 10 out of 10 because it made me think this hard. But I think I need to read the book because, like, the movie, honestly, until the, even through the, like, I feel like the credits rolled. I could not tell if May was a good character or a bad character. I think she's a protagonist. I think she's supposed to be good. Like, oh, I'm revealing, like, this big company secrets and, like, making privacy, like, unavailable to anyone, but in a good way. So I think she's supposed to be kind of a hero, but I also think that the author was very skeptical of her character. Like, okay, you think you're doing the right thing, getting rid of people's privacy to show, like, the transparency of the leaders within the circle or company or whatever, but, like then you took away everyone's privacy. So I don't think he thinks she's good either. I'd be curious to know. I would also wonder this too, do authors ever hate their main characters? Like the main guy in George Orwell's 1984, kind of annoying. Katniss in The Hunger Games, kind of a stubborn, but like in a good way. You know, like I always wonder like, you know how you can never fully love a person? Like they're always gonna have their flaws and you're like, you love their flaws, you know what I mean? Like no person is ever like perfect, perfect. I wonder how like, if authors the same with characters with imaginary people like the character can't ever be perfect even though you're literally the one writing it because if you make that too perfect it's a flaw in itself if they have nothing wrong with them like that's already a literary flaw i don't know i'm just kind of curious about it but um where was i going with this oh i wanted to come back to my concert i was like saying the circle because i was using like tiktok tiktok shop super freaky the whole tiktok algorithm so freaky how it knows to bring you back to videos you've watched sounds users like you it's freaky like oh my gosh i don't i don't know if i'm living in the right area technology is really freaking me out i like just living the normal life and it sucks i've literally been on my phone all day long like i'm even recording this on my phone i've been on my phone my work laptop my home laptop or my tv literally all day long today and I kind of wish there was a way we could have everything screens do like FaceTiming people who are in the same room as you, but like without it being a screen. So kind of a hologram or like a VR or transportation where like you really feel like you're there because one, these, those blue lights driving me nuts. I can never sleep after I go on my phone, but I don't know. I just want to feel more real, but I also want less technology. I don't know what I want. I want to, I don't know, be like a fairy princess in a different land far away. Okay. How long was this segment? It feels like it's been like four hours. It's been 17 minutes. Okay. Heard. Well, we'll see if I release this. I hope it was interesting for you guys if I do. But that's my review on The Circle on Netflix. If you haven't, you should also go watch Spiderhead. I, okay, so I give The Circle like a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10 feels right. I would recommend Beauty and the Beast, the live action, over The Circle. And all the Harry Potter movies over The Circle. Like, The Circle was really good. But like I said, the movie ended and I was like, that's it? Like, 
no one chased her through a maze trying to hunt her down for her ideas. Like, I feel like I need a bit more closure, but it could just be the way they adapted the book to the movie. Maybe the book is better. Like, I'm still going to keep looking up more summaries of the book and what it meant. But Spiderhead, I give a 10 out of 10. It is, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. It has Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller. See, exactly. You should go watch it. It has Top Gun Maverick and Thor. Like, it's a big deal. So, go watch it. It's kind of like, this one's more about, like, healthcare-ish, but it's also about, like, control and privacy. It's really interesting. I really like Spiderhead. And it's, like, Spiderhead's funny. I wouldn't say the circle's very, like, funny. I don't know why. It kind of gives me the same vibes as the intern, but if you took out the funniness. I think she's, like, a Silicon Valley type of company. I don't know. But, yeah, maybe a data internet privacy episode would be an interesting one for you guys. I guess that's kind of what this is, but I don't really know what my thoughts are on it. I think I'm just like, government will take over my life and make doing taxes easier. I think that's kind of where I'm at as far as that goes. But yeah, okay. That's today's episode. Point of the story. Because did you guys ever learn to take notes in high school where you put like the term on the left, like the circle, then you put the definition to the right on the right of the margin, and at the bottom you put like a summary of everything from the notes page? So here's the summary of today's episode. Watch Spiderhead with Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller. Um... AI is taking over the world. Girls have really cute Instagrams. Okay, that's all. Have a great night. I love you guys.